One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This episode is sponsored by Try Vegan, a vegan meal home delivery service that is nutritious and delicious and makes your life easier. Based out of New Jersey, they deliver throughout the Northeast. Check out more details on their website, tryveganmealprep.com. And you can get 25% off your first order with the promo code LITYOGA. So go vegan. Good movement and welcome to Redefining Yoga, a lit yoga podcast, which is designed to investigate all aspects of the modern evolution of yoga from my background as a physical therapist and lover of movement. My mission is to help everyone find freedom through smarter and safer movement patterns so together we can be uplifted, benefiting all beings. Welcome to Monday Motivation. Today's topic is meant to be a little uncomfortable, really. It's called, how do we find comfort without being too comfortable? So it's really about finding comfort in challenge. I think the last year, 2020, we have been comfortable, we've been uncomfortable. And we've been, in some ways, faced to reconcile with the comfort that we might experience on a daily basis. And that could be just the comfort of our own privileges, the comfort of having family nearby and others not having any family near them in the time of COVID. And there's comforts that are really necessary for us to thrive. But there can be a time when when we don't challenge our routine or our comfort zone, we become too comfortable. Things become familiar and predictable. You know, it's interesting when I watched people diving into the ocean on New Year's Day and it's like 50 degrees or you hear about the ice baths and it's clearly something that is not comfortable for our nervous system. I think very few people think, going into an ice bath is going to be feeling comfortable. So why do people do that? And I think one thing is there is training the nervous system to try and find calm in this uncomfortable state. But do we all need to do that? I don't think so. I don't think we need to go into an ice bath unless you want to, to train that. But I do think it brings up this suggestion for all of us 
to try and find our own places of being a little uncomfortable so we aren't going to trap ourselves in this, what can actually be kind of incapacitating this just daily life of comfort where everything is predictable, where we don't have to worry about expectations not being met because we don't challenge them. We're not living really boldly when we live very comfortably. So this is not for everybody. Some people are not comfortable for many reasons. It could be the color of their skins. It could be their financial situation. It could be their health. So I'm not at all suggesting like everybody should try to be uncomfortable. We shouldn't unless we are truly just sitting back being comfortable. And this year, I have learned that, you know, we need to be uncomfortable. Like, for instance, learning about white privilege, that's uncomfortable. It should be uncomfortable to learn that, you know, I could not change my life at all and just live the way I'm living. And I'm not going to be affected by a lot of the things that people who have a different skin color are going to be affected by and or have been affected by and continue to be impacted. And that's uncomfortable thinking about that, but that's not enough to just be like, oh, wow, that's, that stinks. We have to do something about that. And you can insert anything in this, but of course, I think that is a message for all of us that have been just kind of gliding through life with the comfort just given to us by the color of our skin. We all have that responsibility to expose ourselves more, to learn more. In addition to doing that, what are other ways that we can work on maybe exposing ourselves to being uncomfortable situations because we want to grow, not because we're just doing it to be uncomfortable? So I think, as always, an acronym will help. Starting off with comfort, C. I think it's really beneficial to make a comfort list. We like to have things we can rely on that bring us comfort. It could be something tangible, like my cat. Or it could be, you know, for some people, it might be chamomile tea or CBD oil or something. Or it could be something a little less tangible, you know, like reaching out to a friend or not that that's not tangible, but it's not like you're holding it. It could be a physical comfort, but it could also be an emotional one. And I think having a comfort list is important because then when we do challenge ourselves, or even if we're not, we don't challenge ourselves, but we quite frankly meet the uncomfortableness that we're going to meet at some point in our life, we have some tools that we can, we know will comfort us. The O is open your mind. So getting back to like opening my mind about recognizing my own privilege, it's opening your mind that in ways that might make you uncomfortable. Like when I learned about being vegan, It was uncomfortable because I had thought I was doing good in the world by being vegetarian. And these are all steps. This is my own personal journey. So I'm not at all saying like, if you're a vegetarian, you're not uncomfortable. Or if you're eating meat, that you're, this is not a judgment. This is my own personal, oh, which is opening my mind and experiencing that I was, it made me very uncomfortable that I was contributing to the harm of animals through buying milk and cheese and um, hurting a dairy cow or mini. And so then that led to a change. I no longer could, I no longer could continue with that. So this is where our being uncomfortable can actually 
help us change and make kind of bolder life choices. M, meet the challenge. So meeting the challenge of whatever it is, you know, if we just do the same thing, routine, day in and day out, we're going to be a little bored. And, and then we will lower our own expectations of what life can offer us. We will not challenge ourselves to, to grow. We won't try something new and maybe fail at it. So part of being a little uncomfortable is not knowing that what the end game is going to be, if you're going to be successful or not, but meeting the challenge of it, not just retreating into what we know is comfortable. So think about when pre-COVID, you might've been going to work nine to five, coming home, and you have a routine. There's nothing wrong with routine unless it's too comfortable. We need to grow and everything that grows has to go through some form of stress. And stress is not, doesn't have to be the the worst amount of stress, but there's something that moves the needle. So that could be the other M is move the needle, meet the challenge. F is figure it out. You know, part of being uncomfortable is learning how to negotiate that and knowing that when you put yourself out there in a way that is challenging you, sometimes things aren't going to necessarily go the way that you want them to. And you need to figure it out because figuring it out is using your critical thinking skills. It's using your adaptability, all these things that are not always present if we're just comfortable. So figuring it out is resourceful. Oh, organize your life. And that could again go back to like recognizing what makes you comfortable. Routine is fine, but is your routine putting you in a rut? So organize your life around the things like these are the things that happen that I don't have as much control over. I have to work from this to this, or I have to get this done this week, or I have to take care of my kids or my parents or whatever it is. So organize it around the things that that you need to have done for de- for life to you know go on and continue right because you this is these are necessary whether it's work or taking care of home family and then organize it also around what are the things that you need to do for yourself that bring you comfort but that also grow you so that could be physical exercise that could be mental exercise sure if you want to go into ice bath do that But organize your life around these different layers and make sure that when you organize it, there are things in there, there are little pockets in there that um, are challenging you. You know, I remember reading on some Lululemon bag one time and they had great quotes on there. I don't know if they still do it. And one of them was, do something that scares you every day. And I think the point of that is that you do a challenge. Don't just get in a rut and get comfortable. Do something that scares you because that will actually grow you. And whatever we're experiencing because of that fear, the thing that's scary, we have to recognize that our emotions are going to, they're just fleeting. But what we can gain from meeting a challenge, figuring it out, organizing our life, and doing it is that's permanent, that's going to last. And that's going to be the seed for growth. R, responsibility. 
I often say this in my yoga class, especially in my fire class, the good news and the bad news is it's up to you. So take responsibility. No one can do this but you. No one can make you press out on your comfort zone. So I think we think of like, if we think of like a geometric shape as being our comfort zone, I think it's nice to expand that shape. Just think about that you still have the comfort within that, but you're just expanding the boundaries of your comfort zone. And so take responsibility to do that. And then the final T is take the first step. So it can be something small. It could be like, you know, I don't consider myself much of a chess player, but I've really watched this great movie on our great uh, show on Netflix and I want to learn how to play chess. That's a pretty, that's a pretty low hanging fruit. Like there's, there's not a lot of barriers to entry. Um, There's not a lot of discomfort in that. Just might be learning and sticking with it. Starts, you could start somewhere small, just take the first step. And it could be just like planning something a little different once a month, once every two weeks, so that you're not getting into a cycle of satisfaction, which is not really satisfying. It's kind of redundant. But if when you take this responsibility to challenge yourself, to make um, go out on that first step of the limb, you are bringing yourself into a peripheral place in your comfort zone. And that is good. That's where growth happens. Because the best way for us to make progress in any way, in any, whether it's professionally, um, personally, in a relationship, physically, is that we have to push that comfort a little bit. So it could be that you go on the treadmill for 15, 30 minutes every single day and you're always doing the same thing. 4.1, I'm just, you know, throwing out numbers. Like try and mix it up a little bit. Just just push that comfort a little bit and then decide what it feels like. Feel like a little uncomfortable or feel that it's not really making you uncomfortable and, and choose something else. Because the idea is the more we are willingly taking that step and exposing ourselves to more uncomfortable situations, the more comfortable we will be when making an uncomfortable choice. The more comfortable we'll be when there is, we have to have discomfort at the same time because we can have both. I mean, look at this past year. We can be both comfortable and uncomfortable. And when we really take that first step, we can go more into an untapped potential that I think resides in all of us. And again, you don't have to run an ultra marathon. You don't have to do an ice bath challenge, but maybe that's something you'll choose because what you'll learn is when you take that step and just try, you survive it or you at least grow from it, right? You'll grow from it and you'll think, wow, I didn't think I could do that. Think about how joyful it is when you recognize you can do something that you didn't think you could. And just getting out of a routine, a rut. We probably need this now more than ever for for all of us who are kind of doing the same thing and feeling a Groundhog Day experience. So try and do a little something uncomfortable. Maybe reach out to someone in a way that, you know, you would rather them reach out to you. These are just small steps. Let's do it together. And know, as always, I'm pulling for you. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 